Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the May 3rd, 2023, 171st edition, always broadcasting from the Somark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield news team. If I sound a little nasal, well, it's because I am. Coming up today, it's Mansfield news and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. 7th grader receives Community Health Hero Award. Recent mosquito trap tests positive for West Nile. We have the seven-day weather forecast. And in the talk segment, Steve talks with Sarah Zink, a longtime Mansfield resident who packed her bags for the tropical climbs of Panama. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is about Mansfield. I'm Dr. Benita Reed running for MISD School Board. I firmly believe that our neighborhood schools are part of the nucleus that makes a strong community. As a parent and teacher, I see firsthand how an investment into students leads them back to investing in their community. I'm asking for your vote to help keep our Mansfield schools focused on the right priorities to support student success and provide teachers the tools they need. Early voting is April 24th through May 2nd. Election day is Saturday, May 6th. Read more at readformisd.com. Political advertising paid for by Dr. Benita Reed Campaign. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, this is Paul Duncan with Trinity Roofing and Construction. There are over 7,500 roofers in the North Texas area. And when a major hailstorm blows through town, that number skyrockets with companies as far away as Montana. In the planning stages of re-roofing your home, it's normal for customers to ask questions such as, where are they based out of and how many years experience do they have roofing in North Texas? Trinity Roofing and Construction can answer each of these questions with confidence. As a family-owned, Mansfield-based business since 2011, Trinity Roofing and Construction recently received a Product Excellence Award by Owens Corning and are a Platinum Preferred Contractor with Owens Corning. Contact us today for a free, no-obligation video roof inspection. Rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, Trinity Roofing and Construction, a Mansfield company, not only replacing roofs, but building relationships. Find us on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. That's trinityroofingconstruction.com. Hi, this is John with Pool-Aid, your local pool care specialist. With the exceptional amount of rain that we've experienced so far this year, spring is a vital time to clean pool filters, skim leaves and debris, and keep skimmers clean to ensure proper circulation as well as keep your pool sweep in good working condition. If you have any questions or concerns or need a certified professional to help keep your pool safe and clean, visit us on the internet at poolaid.net. That's poolaid.net. We're here for you. Hi, I'm Corey Berlin. 
2022 Boston Marathon finisher. And you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Methodist Mansfield Medical Center presented the Community Health Hero Award on Thursday to 12-year-old Isaiah Subia for saving his mother's life after she suffered a stroke. Isaiah knew something was wrong when his mother could not speak and became unresponsive. He immediately dialed 911, saving his mother's life. The seventh grader never left his mother's side. Riding in the ambulance to the hospital where specialists in the Advanced Primary Stroke Center were standing by. Because every minute of time passing means one minute the brain is deprived of oxygen, the hospital's stroke team wasted no time. The team assessed Stephanie Subia and performed a battery of tests all within 37 minutes of her arrival at the hospital, beating the national standard by 23 minutes. Within an hour, she was regaining strength on her weak side. The city of Mansfield Environmental Services recorded a positive West Nile virus result in one of their mosquito traps near the intersection of Moore Road and Spirit Walk. That's just a couple of blocks away from Cha-Cha's Mexican restaurant. Now, because it's early in the mosquito season and based on data and expertise, Environmental services will not conduct spraying at this time, but will continue to monitor the site and encourage residents to drain standing water and take extra precautions when outdoors. You can read more information about the current risk level, the city's mosquito policy, what you can do to protect yourself, and how to prevent mosquito breeding on the city website at Mansfield, Texas. .gov. Hey, you got a comment about the show? You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the news, the weather, or any of the interviews that we do? Whatever's on your mind, you can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, 817-435-2938. Or send us an email to news at aboutmansfield.com. This coming Thursday, May 4th, is National Star Wars Day. The fact that May 4th Sounds familiar to May the Force is the sole reason why fans of the Star Wars franchise decided that May 4th will be celebrated as Star Wars Day. They wish each other by saying, May the 4th be with you. Taking the Star Wars pun one step further, fans also called the day after May 4th revenge, referring to May 5th as Revenge of the Fifth, a play on the title of Revenge on the Sith. So, if you, you you got all that, this coming Thursday, May 4th, is a great day to play dress-up because costumes aren't just for Halloween. Head on out into the world with your finest rebel attire or perhaps just a themed t-shirt, if that's more your comfort zone. Let's head on over to the weather desk and find out what the forecast is going to be for the upcoming week with Colleen. You know, Steve, I guess the 4th, or force, is always with me because May 4th is my birthday. And of course, I'm always up for a good costume, sometimes even a bad costume. <coughs> Let's take a look at the weather for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas. After a gorgeous start to the week, we're going to have rising temperatures, increasing humidity, and a slight chance of rain as we head into the rest of the week. We've got a 20% chance of rain Thursday through Saturday, and at the time of this recording, the severe risk is outside of the DFW Metroplex and Mansfield. 
We're looking at a high of 82 degrees Wednesday, 85 degrees Thursday, 91 degrees Friday, 90 degrees Saturday, 88 degrees Sunday, 87 degrees Monday, and 86 degrees on Tuesday. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Methodist Mansfield has launched Vox Telehealth, an online tool to improve recovery of patients undergoing joint replacement surgery. I'm Angel Biasati, and we'll talk about it in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Today we are starting our series on buying a home in 2023. I'm Beth Steinke, and I'm going to shed some light on what it takes to make homeownership a reality on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I'll be talking about a cocktail that's just a great cocktail to enjoy whenever you feel like it. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on the podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. At Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community, and why so many people trust Methodist. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. Congratulations to our latest trivia question winner, Coy Miller. Last week, we asked for you to be the first to wish our host, Steve Casillo, and his wife, Maria, a happy anniversary, and that he did. Coy has won a $25 gift card to the restaurant of his choice. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio 3.0. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield podcast episodes. What started out as an audio-only studio, Podcast Mansfield is now a full-service audio and video recording studio, complete with custom green screen backgrounds, two high-definition cameras, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, and we can also help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows, such as Wealth Building Made Simple. We are TPM and Wealth Think Tank Television, just to name a few. So whether you're a hands-on person or just need a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is here to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway, just off of 287 right here in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast 
and you get to record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is... Time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. And you can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Don't forget, not every winner submits their answer on Wednesday, so if you're listening on Thursday, Friday, or even Saturday, give it a shot. You might be taking home a $25 restaurant gift card. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, travelers visiting Mansfield have a wide variety of choices when it comes to the nine hotels located within our city. This week's trivia question is, who owned the first hotel in Mansfield? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, who owned the first hotel in Mansfield? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, I'm Latasha Tagel, Executive Director of the Levitt Pavilion Arlington, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati talks about joint replacement surgery with a local doctor in Methodist Mansfield, News to Know. Angel? We have orthopedic surgeon Shane Soror on the medical staff with us today. Dr. Soror, tell us more about the Vox Online OrthoCare program that helps patients who are undergoing joint replacement surgery. The program is called Vox OrthoCare. Uh, it coordinates the orthopedic care instructions in an easy-to-navigate uh, web-based program that guides and tracks the patients from their diagnosis to the recovery from surgery. Patients undergoing major joint replacement will, will receive uh, online information and videos uh, within 30 days in advance of their surgery to help them prepare for and better understand uh, their orthopedic procedure. Uh, then following the surgery, the patients and their family will receive action steps to follow, uh, which will aid them in their recovery. Uh, they also receive alerts to ensure compliance with the program uh, and progress reports uh, to see how they're doing. Uh, patients can also stay connected and ask questions and confidently receive the answers from their physician and their care team. Dr. Soror, how does it work? How do patients get a hold of you? Well, through Vox uh, online ortho care program, they schedule for joint replacement surgery. They'll need uh, uh, they'll get uh, a an alert from the the program, the web based portal, about thirty days prior to their procedure. Uh, once in the portal, the uh, the patients and the coaches they've selected receive checks checklist with uh, the task and the action steps to be completed uh, both before and after the surgery. 
uh, an online alert system, sends an email reminder to the patient and to the coaches. And uh, if there's a task that hasn't been completed, it alerts them to that. Uh, the care team is also alerted when, when patient compliance and readiness for surgery is in question or uh, if there are post-surgery complications or concerns. Well, thank you, Dr. Soror, for helping people receive the best possible outcomes for orthopedic surgery and for sharing your knowledge and your expertise and the new Fox online ortho care program. That's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Angel Biasati reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke begins her series today on buying a home in 2023 in the Mansfield real estate market update. Beth? According to a recent study by the Federal Reserve, the median net worth of a U.S. homeowner is 40 times higher than the median net worth of renters, 40 times. This is why I am so passionate about helping people buy homes. There is no more beautiful moment than handing someone the keys to a home they can call their own. That's the power of a made-up mind, setting a goal, and then putting that vision first. But the vast majority of Americans underestimate not only the amount of work it takes to go into buying a home, but also what it takes financially to sustain that house. Often people start with finding a realtor, and that's a great place to start. Getting a referral from family or friends, interviewing to find the right fit, and overall making sure that you feel a sense of trust and comfort with that person to guide you through potentially months of work to buy a home. The next step will be to connect with a lender. The realtor will refer you to their trusted lender partners, people they know will work hard to get you to the closing table. The lender that you choose will have a huge impact on your overall experience. Generally speaking, all lenders will require what may feel like mountains of paperwork from you, but not all lenders are created equal. Some will tell you what you want to hear, but then when push comes to shove, they can't get you closed on your home. I'll never forget the lender I talked to that a buyer had found on their own. He literally told me, I think we can get them closed. I've got time to get this figured out for them. The problem is my buyer would have had to outlay thousands of dollars in preparation for a closing that just might not happen. Those are not the kind of odds I like to play with people's lives. The lender's primary job at this point is to figure out how much you can spend. Now, lately, I've noticed a trend of lenders pre-approving someone for, let's say, 400000 But then when I asked, did they talk to you about what that payment would look like? They say, um, no, they didn't mention that. Certainly, the lender is going to give you an indication of what they think you can afford. But that's not really the true barometer of what you can comfortably afford each month. They assess your overall financial obligations and then come up with a figure that they think is manageable for you based on your debt-to-income ratio. But frankly, the bank doesn't know all the rest of what's going on in your personal life. They don't know, for example, if you plan on going back to school to get a graduate degree. They don't know if you're paying $2,400 a month for daycare, which doesn't show up on your debt load. They don't know if you're planning to add to your family or you have an aging parent that needs financial support. So you have to take into account what's happening in your life. The lender will ask you basics around items on your credit report, but again, there's a whole host of other things the bank doesn't know. How frequently you eat out each month. Now, that's not really even their concern. They don't know whether you plan to travel each summer. They don't know what your holiday gift giving or spending is like. So all of those other personal or lifestyle expenditures really do need to be taken into account when you think about the overall cost of living and how that might impact your ability to buy and support a house over the long term. I showed a huge house to a young first-time buyer couple this weekend. Before we even crossed the threshold on the home, 
I mentioned to them that when you own a giant house, all of the expenses are exponential. The cost to paint the interior and exterior, the cost to heat and cool, the cost to replace the carpet, or to even get the carpets cleaned. That's why understanding how much your monthly mortgage payment will be is critical at this stage, because you don't live each month in that price of the house. You live each month in that payment. Let's have some real talk about being a first-time homebuyer. I've noticed a trend since interest rates have gone up, most notably, but it's not exclusive to buyers in 22 and 23. First-time buyers can sometimes get caught up in the idea that buying a home is one and done, that the home that they buy has to serve them now and forever, and they can get really discouraged when they realize that in their price point, the homes are, let's say, not very desirable. They may not be large enough or in the perfectly curated location target, or in the condition or style they're attracted to. I've seen this repeat over and over. The first-time buyer gets frustrated that they just aren't seeing the perfect house for them come on the market, and they decide to sign another lease and rent for another year. And then guess what? When that year is up, it's not easier to find a house they love, and prices have gone up yet again, and interest rates are higher, and affordability is lower, and the cycle continues. When buyers are in that emotional decision-making mode, it is hard to convince them to just buy something, work on fixing it up and making it more of what they love over time, build some equity, and in a few years, they will be so much farther ahead than if they give up. But it's hard for real estate agents because we can't really tell people what to do. We can warn them that frustration may come in this process. We can educate them throughout the process, but it puts us in a difficult situation to be in the business of convincing someone to buy a house. We have to let adults make adult decisions for themselves, and then we worry about them far more than you might imagine. I try to redirect buyers thinking away from the concept of the forever home to what if? What if you could manage this house for now and then turn this one into a rental home in a few years? What if you could fix this one up and have an equity boost that you could roll over into a bigger, nicer home in five years? What if you could build a real estate legacy for your family by taking a chance on buying a house in a great community that's growing that isn't quite perfect? Obviously, the big thing affecting affordability is the rising interest rate environment we are in. We saw rates initially peak back in October 2022, right around 7%. They've come down a little bit for some buyers, maybe six and a quarter, six and a half. I currently have buyers in contract at 7%, and I have a buyer in contract for 5.75, utilizing some buy-down options. We don't have a crystal ball, but what I can say with reasonable certainty is that we will never see 2 and 3% interest rates again in our lifetimes. That has never been seen before and will likely never be seen again. It was an anomaly, the oddity, not the norm, brought on by economic fears heightened during COVID. High fours and low fives would be amazing and is the target for the industry. We have very short-term memories, but that's where we were pre-COVID. Now, the lender will brainstorm ideas for what type of mortgage may be right for you. You'll want to be thinking about the traditional 30-year mortgage note or maybe a 20-year or a 15-year would suit your budget and financial goals better, or maybe an adjustable rate. Or we could even get creative and consider an assumable loan option. I have lots of opinions on this and am always happy to discuss with you one-on-one. Did you know that many buyers still think you have to have 20% down payment to qualify for a loan? Well, that's certainly not the case, but your payment will generally be higher as you'll have mortgage insurance added to your payment. Go back and listen to episode 167 to learn more about the anatomy of your mortgage payment. But the down payment and closing costs can be a big hurdle, especially for first-time buyers. So your lender and realtor will brainstorm with you about how to come up with the amount you need to close before your house hunt begins. 
It's awful to find the perfect home at the perfect price in the right location and not be able to qualify. That's why the cart is never put before the horse. And then there is the credit score. Certainly, the better credit score you have, the better rates will be for you. What can you do to keep that credit score high? Make your payments on time. A single missed payment can drop your credit score 50 to 100 points. Pay down credit cards, but don't close them. Keep credit utilization under 30%. And if you don't have any credit, open a credit card and charge a tank of gas or two each month and then pay it off. Showing that you can be responsible with credit is a great way to build up your scores. The last thing I'll add in this first of our home buying series is that in reality, your mortgage payment is just one part of the total financial considerations around home ownership. There's everything from moving costs, which can be considerable, to furniture, to decorating a home, to repairs and upgrades, to utility costs, and more. When it comes to navigating the homeownership process, don't ever think, ooh, I can afford the house payment. I'm good. Everything is going to be fine. Every homeowner can tell you that you're going to have to do some repair that was unexpected. You're going to have some unanticipated cost, whether it's plumbing or electrical work or a hailstorm leaving you with a damaged roof. It's a smart idea, if you can swing it, to have a cash reserve where you have 1% to 2% or so of the value of your home put aside to deal with those emergencies, repairs, upgrades, renovations, and other things you might want to do or need to do to maintain and keep your home in good condition. Homeowners who have held their homes for more than five years have significant equity. While that doesn't help with putting a kid in dance class or putting four new tires on the car, it is the number one way that Americans have and continue to build wealth. Do you have a real estate question I can answer? Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. And for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, either way, you know it's going to be good as Brian Certain serves up a top of the morning in the cocktail of the week. Brian. This week's cocktail of the week is the top of the morning. As always, I give all the instructions and directions on bourbongospel.com, and you can go there at any time to send me a message as well if you have any questions or any corrections that you see fit. This week's cocktail, again, is the top of the morning. This cocktail involves one and a half ounces of vodka, three-fourths of an ounce of vanilla spice syrup. Again, this syrup came from Monin Brands, which you can buy online. You're going to use two shots of espresso and two ounces of half and half. To make the cocktail, you're going to pour all the ingredients into a shaker glass in the order listed, add ice from a serving glass, shake and pour back and forth between the serving glass and your, and your mixer. You're going to garnish with three espresso beans in a double old-fashioned glass. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for About Mansfield, I'm Brian Certain. Hi, I'm James Sellers, CEO and founder of Salmar Corporation, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, and it has been since October, uh, the last time we spoke to uh, our guest, and October of 2021 just after she and her husband, Larry, moved to Boquete, Panama. Longtime Mansfield resident. We're talking about Sarah Zink. And, and when we talked back in October of 2021, we said we would keep in touch and do some eh, regular 
semi-regular updates on how she's doing. Let's welcome back to About Mansfield, Sarah Zink. Hello. Yeah, hello there. I think biannual is kind of regular. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 18 months. We'll talk every 18 months. How about that? What's What's going on? You know what? We are coming up on uh, two years of being here. We actually moved here in September of 21. You and I talked in October of the same year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think we could be happier. We have not had one minute's regret of moving. You know, we have said on more than one occasion, you know, if we had any regret, it was that we didn't move sooner. But I am a big believer in the the rhythm and the power of the universe. So sooner probably wouldn't have been as wonderful. So we're here. We love it. We are in the what they call the highlands of Panama, up in the mountains near the coffee farms and all the other farms. And so it's lovely and uh, just happy and healthy. What is the weather like today? And, and, and then in general, what's the weather like been uh, in the springtime? So the thing about Panama is essentially they have two seasons, so to speak. They have the dry season, which is about December to April. And in essence, it might rain once a month. And then the wet season, the rainy season runs from late April, early May through about November. Uh, the thing in the dry season is technically their summer. Uh, well, our summer. Are yeah. the Panamanian summer. So uh, we just entered into rainy season. And um, if anyone wants to see photos, they're welcome to visit our page, which is um, Facebook, which is called the Zinks in Panama. But the weather here, uh, by way of example, once rainy season starts from about May through October, it's beautiful, sunny in the morning, 70s, low 80s. Uh, and then about noon, as a matter of fact, right now, the, the clouds start coming in and then it will rain anywhere from one to three or more hours in the afternoon. And then you start all over the next day. I was just looking this up while you were talking about the weather. You're only about you're less than 600 miles from the equator. And, that is correct. And that so is correct. your your weather is probably going to be a little more temperate, a little more even than than uh, the seasons that we get here in Texas. It is, I will say, although uh, I, I do miss technically seasons, but I don't know that Texas actually has seasons <laughs> because it seems like when we lived there for, you know, 20 years, the, you know, give it 15 minutes and the weather would change. Oh, was yeah. pretty much the, the normal. But yes, here it is stable. And the other thing I love is that uh, the sun rises and sets the same time within just a few minutes every day. And so it's, it feels uh, stable. It feels uh, there's a rhythm to it that, that really is relaxing and peaceful. Now, in preparing for this interview, we took to social media and asked our, our followers if they had any questions for you. And yeah, they do. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with how difficult was it to prepare for your move? So I will uh, make a shameless plug. There uh, was a company that we bought an online guide. The company's called Panama Relocation Tours. And uh, they have a website and Facebook page by the same name. 
they have an online guide and a Facebook group that provided us with a ridiculous amount of good information. So the difficulty is that everybody has a pain point. They have a tolerance for pain when it comes to change. And Larry and I had um, reached a point of, of our lives in the U.S. that we were looking for another place to live. So for us, the difficulty was really more logistics. Luckily, I had project planning as part of my background. And so for us, it wasn't, it was, it was hard work, but it wasn't as difficult for us as it is for some people. I mean, think about, I mean, if, if any listener wants to gauge the difficulty, walk through your house and assume that you can only go, you're moving somewhere, and essentially you can take what you can fit in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. That's the kind of, of thing that might give someone a, a gauge. There's so many rules about, like, we had three animals that we brought with us. We brought three pets with us. And so there's lots of rules about that. So I would say for us, it was it was work. But it wasn't difficult. Okay. Um, it can be. I mean, it just, again, it, it really goes back to your tolerance for change. We were ready for change. I mean, there's the 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 hoops you have to jump through to get a, a, a visa to live. Like, we have permanent visas here. But, you know, you have to get uh, fingerprints and FBI reports and you have to get lots of things, you know, documented, and then you have to get them uh, apostilled or um, verified. I mean, there's a lot of paperwork and a lot of logistics. We shipped a 20-foot uh, container and uh, had our stuff in it, and it took six months for it to get here. <laughs> yeah, I remember we we talked about that back in October, and you were yeah. you were. Uh, uh, Really, almost taking bets on when this container is going to arrive. Right. Um, so, like I say, difficulty, it, it, there's such a range, and it just depends on. There are literally uh, people who move down here, Steve, and they have, they bring, you know, three big suitcases apiece, and, and they have sold everything they own. Uh, there's people like us who shipped a container. There's people who keep storage rooms back in the U.S. to make sure they like it here. So, it was work, but I don't, again, I, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Well, I remember you held multiple garage sales to uh, to really oh. just to, to clean house. Anybody who's listening, I mean, walk through your house and, and pick stuff up and say, where did I get this? Who gave it to me? Why do I love it so much? When's the last time I actually looked at this? Yeah. We had 20 years of stuff. And <laughs> it was, I mean, I will say the difficult part was purging it was it was brutal because you have clothes you haven't worn in forever you have i mean i think i even gave you some sound equipment from yes, when you i did, had and i thank you for that oh well i didn't know if it even was going to be helpful so i mean we had to sell our vehicles we we sold you know all this stuff there i will say there's a weight of of accumulating stuff that you don't realize you're carrying that burden on your back until you get rid of it. And so that was a lot of work. But I, I, I would say to anybody, you know, you just, you have to weigh how bad you want to change your life as with anything, you know, how it, is the pain of change 
greater than the pain of staying the same. You, you mentioned having to sell your vehicles. Do, do you have a car there? Or if not, how do you get around? That's interesting because it is shocking to a lot of people, uh, expats who move from not just the U.S., but other countries. We chose not to have a car uh, hmm. for a variety of reasons. Contrary to what we have in the Mansfield-Arlington area, there are buses and taxis everywhere. And so we had budgeted about $150 a month for taxis, and we rarely hit that. And you can ride the bus from, uh, we live about seven kilometers out of town, and you can ride the bus into town for 85 cents. Wow. And we take a taxi. Uh, I like private taxis. It's $5. And so what we discovered is there's no stress in riding in the back of a taxi. And we for people have- for people out there uh, who haven't done the math, seven kilometers is a little less than four and a half miles. Yes. Yes. Sorry about that. That's all right. We, we, we try to change our thinking as much as we can to 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 integrate our lives into the Panamanian culture because we moved into their country. So sure, uh, sure. I mean, my sister did the same thing when she moved to to Canada was you have to figure uh, everything changes from kilometers to miles to uh, to currency. Now, I will say that is one thing uh, while we're talking about transportation when I it's five U.S. dollars. They use the U.S. dollar here. And that was one of the um, reasons that Panama was so attractive to us, is that they use the U.S. dollar. What's the social climate? Have the Panamanians been receptive to Americans moving there? You know, uh, I would say 95 to 98 percent of the Panamanians are the most kind, uh, compassionate, delightful, helpful people. You know, there's always the the jerk in the group, right? Yeah. But nearly every single person we have ever met has been so kind and helpful. And it is a society that we have discovered that treats, uh, you know, we're, I'm 62 and Larry's 75. And the way that we are treated is astonishingly different than it is in the U S there's discounts everywhere for people who are over 60. Um, all of the people in the stores are just falling over themselves to help you, you know, pick up things and, and reach for things and carry your groceries. And um, so it's a it's an entirely different climate. And, uh, you know, one of the things uh, is like the language. Sure, so Larry's sure. not learning Spanish. He, he says he barely can speak English, so he's not going <laughs> to learn Spanish. But I've been working on learning a little bit. And what I've discovered is if you even try to speak a little Spanish, I, I mean, the helpfulness, the attitude changes so much. So oh, yeah. we have found everyone here to just be super helpful. And I want to take this moment to insert a public mea culpa for every time I was a jerk when people who did not speak English, particularly Spanish speaking people in Texas, you know, where I would think or say to someone else, boy, you know, they just need to learn English. I mean, Americans, I think that come here are nervous about being treated the way that we as Americans have treated other immigrants. And it is nothing like that. Yeah. So you don't have to speak Spanish, but it helps. Correct. And boy, there are so many translation apps 
And most Panamanians <laughs> use them if you don't speak English. And uh, they're pretty good. Uh, so you can make it here, of course, if you don't speak Spanish. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere? Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Can, can you own a business in Panama? Absolutely. There are several different kinds of visas. We are on what's called a pensionado visa, which means we are living off of our pensions, so we cannot legally have a business. But a lot of people move down here in their 40s and 50s, and they get what's called a friendly nations visa, which means they have permission to open a business. Now, it's important to know that Panama has restricted quite a few professions. So you can't come down here and be a doctor. You can't come down here and be, I, I think, a cosmetologist, dentist, some uh, there's, there's restricted or protected professions. But if you uh, wanted to come down here and open a furniture store, or if you wanted to open a, you know, some kind of business, you could. Podcast and, recording studio. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> you could also run a business online where you are are serving people only online and you don't have to have a special visa for that. So like I can still, I was a consultant, uh, a global consultant before I came down here. And so I could still do my consulting in the U.S. and other countries um, online. And so, you know, there's, there's, um, there's parameters, but I couldn't sell my quilts down here unless I sold them through a Panamanian or through someone who had a friendly nations visa. Okay. Hey, what, uh, let's, let's compare living in Mansfield to, to Panama and, and a question that came up on social media is what are your monthly expenses? So what, uh, if you, if you don't mind getting into maybe some generalities here in Mansfield versus, uh, there in Panama. Uh um, no, don't mind a bit. As a matter of fact, I, 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 I enjoy being transparent so people can see, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. So um, what we pay here, we rent a house that's probably half again as big as the house we had in Mansfield. The one in Mansfield was about 1200 square feet. This one is probably closer to 2000. Um, and we pay $1,020 a month for that rent. Wow. And um the electric used to be about 10 to $15. And then in January of this year, uh, there, there was a COVID cap on what they could charge. The government, I mean, for good or bad, some people love the government, some people don't. I don't get involved in Panama politics, but the government here had put caps on things so that people who couldn't work during COVID were at least able to, you know, maintain some semblance of, of, of life. Mm -hmm. So they had a cap on what they could charge per kilowatt hour. That was lifted in January. So our bill went from about 10 to $15 up to $40 a month for electricity. And then we, um, uh, you know, I, we don't have a vehicle, but gas is about $4 and 50 cents for 40, I think a gallon. Um, uh, other expenses we get, a we have a, a gas, stove and a gas dryer so about every six months we get a we spend about 90 dollars on a big old propane tank hmm, yeah. and, um, i know nobody wants to hear this but eggs are about two dollars dollar fifty two dollars a dozen and wow. uh 
you can get 30 eggs for about 450 and they're locally laid and they're huge. It's, it's, I took it for granted until I started seeing everybody talking about, you know, the, the thing of eggs. Um, other expenses I think are important for people to know is we don't, I have health insurance, what I call major medical and Larry is covered under VA insurance, but like a doctor visit with no insurance is $20. Oh my goodness. Right. Huh. And uh, you now I will say I saw a cardiovascular f- surgeon and that visit was a hundred dollars with no insurance. But I I talked to the doctor for an hour. I mean, you you actually the medical care is here pretty different. So, you know, for for women, things like, uh, you know, hair, I get my hair uh, uh, washed and blow dried once a month for I think it's like nineteen dollars. The the expenses are so much lower in a lot of ways, and in some ways they're they're not not too different. But those are some of the big expenses I think people would want to know about. Sure, uh, getting back to uh, healthcare, and this again question came up on social media: is uh, this this person is a a vet with disabilities? Is there VA healthcare there in Panama? Okay, this was another uh, another positive thing that we found out about before we moved. There actually in Panama is a robust VA healthcare system. If you and you know, bear in mind, I I I know what I know, but I'm all, I'm open to being wrong. But in the city that we live in, there is a subcontractor called HCA Healthcare Alliance. They operate a, a doctor's office. And uh, if you are a veteran with, I think, a rating of 50% or more, you go see that doctor for anything for free. Uh, if you have CHAMPS, uh, TRICARE, some of these others, you know, then that you can use that at this doctor's office. Uh, Larry, re- uh, my husband, Larry, has disabilities and he receives medical care through different doctors and hospitals here. So, uh, you know, that's a real attractive thing. And, and the healthcare here is, is more, uh, it's less pharmaceutical, I think. And it's, it's more compassionate care with, you know, okay, let's, let's have this pharmaceutical thing or that pharmaceutical thing. But they really, really don't have a sense that, that they're, they're pushing all this medicine on you versus trying to make sure you have quality of life. So that was a big plus for us. Awesome. We're talking with longtime Mansfield resident Sarah Zink, who is now an expat with her husband Larry living in Boquete, Panama. We will pick up part two next week, the conclusion of the interview, and lots of talk about food thanks to social media. As always, this is the place where you'll hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It is free and it's easy. Just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Science reporter, Dennis Webb. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, 
Steve Casillo. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. We thank you all for listening on behalf of the entire news team. I'm Steve Casillo, heading home for a bowl of chicken soup. And this... is about Mansfield. <laughs>